Hi, I'm Siobhan Hunt and this is Kindling Conversation, a Kindling Kids radio podcast. Just a quick note before we get into the next episode. If you haven't already, I'd love you to rate and review Kindling Conversation wherever you get your podcasts, or if you enjoy the episode, share it with your friends. All right, thank you, and on with the show. Twenty eighteen kicked off in a pretty spectacular way for Carly Abrams. She's the founder and administrator of closed Facebook group Mums the Word Oz. It has over twenty four thousand members. As I mentioned, it's a closed group, which means you have to ask to be accepted, and it also means that the mums on the forum know that people have been vetted more or less. You just know that they're all mums and that you can sort of share your thoughts and feelings and not feel judged by the outside world. Carly is also a mum and she runs an online site called Mums Pages, which is a type of classifieds for mums. It's helping women around Australia find what they want. Now, let's go back to this Facebook page because it's kind of the, it's the reason why 2018 started in a big way for Carly. Um, she'd asked, Carly asked members basically of her Facebook site, for a one-off $10 fee, it's basically an, an attempt to make managing the site sustainable. The reaction was swift and in the way of social media, huge. While there was support for the fee, many questioned it and the outside media was quick to pick up on the controversy. Also today, we're going to talk We're going to talk with Carly in a minute, but we've also got Kat DeMarco on the um, phone from Newcastle. She runs Mummy Madness, which is another closed Facebook group. It has 41,000 members, and she's on the phone from Newcastle in New South Wales, where she is nursing her baby in the car. Hi, Kat. How are you? I'm fabulous. How are you? Good, thank you. And Carly, I have more control of Carly because she's in the <laughs> studio, and we've got her little boy on the couch outside. So, oh, fabulous. So there's a little bit. We, we understand this is touch and go cat so we'll see how we go um, yep, but, but basically I brought these two amazing women together because when all this was going down and people were getting really upset about this $10 one-off fee I thought back to a conversation I'd had earlier with you Kat um, it was actually off air and we were talking about the kind of emotional support that women had got from your site but also the fact that um, as online administrators, you get trolls. Um, now, Carly, yes. you mentioned to me that the trolls really came out after you asked for that $10 one-off fee. <laughs> uh, yeah, look, up until until then, I, I'd been running, I've been running the group about five years, and up until then, there actually hadn't been much issues for me um, in terms of trolls. But yes, they did, but I have to say what the media did, didn't pick up on one one um, publication did, but most of them didn't. Was that I had so many members message me and support me. So there were the trolls, and it's the few that that post a lot of crazy, I guess, unpleasant comments and messages that get picked up because that makes more news, um, and you know, headlines and all that sort of thing. But it actually was the minority. I'm happy to say. Mm. Um, so yes, there were some people who are un- unhappy with it, which I totally understand and just remove yourself probably would have been the nicer <laughs> way to go about it. Um, Were you surprised that there was that kind of response? I knew there would be some backlash, absolutely. I guess because in Australia mo- all, most Facebook groups are free. There are some here that aren't, but generally no one's sort of used to um, Facebook groups having a fee and there is this um, idea that because Facebook's free, everything on Facebook should be. But in overseas, there are groups that do charge 
um, a fee because, yes, Facebook is free, but we moderate, and Kat would understand this, we moderate heavily the content that goes in our group um, 24-7 almost. So that doesn't have to be free. And Kat, I just want to bring you in here now because um, we've spoken before about that idea of moderating and what it actually involves. Um, Carly was mentioning that you moderate the comments um, so that it's basically so it's a safe community for the people using it. How much time does that take, Kat, and and what does it involve if someone's being particularly unpleasant? It takes a lot. (laughs) Absolutely a lot, and it does take a lot of time. Um, At one stage there, I was spending about over 40 hours a week uh, moderating the group. Uh, I do now have some wonderful admin helpers as well. Um, and again, they do it for the for free, for the love. And I'd love to be able to give them something, but um, I do what I can to, to give them my support and take them out and do all this. But um, uh, with the comments and the posts, yeah, there's definitely topics that we we will actually see pop up and we'll send each other a text message going, oh, you know, uh, vaccination post, Here keep online, circumcision, <laughs> keep online, you know, and, and we'll all watch and moderate it. So it's, it is time consuming. And um, if I'm not online personally and there is a heated discussion happening, um, one of my friends or the other admin will send me a text message saying, hey, Kat, you better get online. You know, and I remember one one day that we were out at a family do and it was... Um, I got a text message saying you need to get online and it's stuff like that. You know, I I drop everything to go onto the Facebook, make sure everyone's okay. And and it's not not so much um, uh, deleting or uh, taking people's comments off as such, but just making sure everyone's respectable. And we appreciate and we welcome all advice, but it's just a matter of how you uh, deliver and express it that matters in that. Other people can take it the wrong way. And if something starts in a group of, we're almost up to 42, we could be over 42,000 now, but um, everything seems to escalate very quickly. I can imagine. (laughs) Hundreds of comments in a matter of a minute. And when you put it like that, it sounds like uh, if you were thinking of big media organisations, um, they'd probably be horrified at the thought of, you know, full-time mums uh, with other concerns having to monitor something like this. Cully, is it something about Facebook? You mentioned before that in Australia we don't have many groups that are paid, but is it something about Facebook that people just expect or expect things to be free or just cannot see how much work goes into running these sites? Um yeah, look, and, and I just want to comment also on what Kat said. There's also legal issues for us. So there, there is the moderating to make sure everyone's being nice and respectful of each other. But we can also be liable for um, defamation that goes on in the group. And, and so we can't allow naming and shaming of a business. And there's been many a time a mum has wanted to get on in the group and complain about the service they had at a particular hairdresser or coffee shop and things like that. And we can't allow that because there's always two sides to a story. And in a closed group, as opposed to that business's Facebook page, that business can't see what's being posted about them um, and they can't refute it or or explain themselves. So there's that. And then there's medical advice that you can't have given out in a Facebook group because God forbid somebody followed someone's advice who's not a doctor and, and a child got sick. So it, it's a lot of moderating going on and yes there is definitely the expectation that you shouldn't have to pay for any of that and I and I understand that um I don't (laughs) sorry I don't I mean it seems like both of you um are trying really hard 
to manage it so it's good for all the people who are, who are doing Why should you have to do that for free? I, I guess the, the, the thought process behind these things is you build this community up. Build a, it's all about building the community and then use that community to direct them to other things that will generate money for you, like websites or emails out and all this sort of thing. And and there's been a lot that we've that I have tried, um, but fundamentally, the mums in my group I can't speak for for cats members, but the mums in my group really want to just be there for what the group is. They want to ask a question and get the answers. They don't want to be sold to all the time. They don't want to be directed to having to sign up for mail outs or competitions or all those things that people say. This is how you could generate money. Uh, they really are there for that purpose. There's enough mummy blog sites out there. There's plenty of um, websites with uh, content for mums. That's not what they're there for. Um, so it's this tough one, which is why this decision I made didn't happen overnight by any means and took a long time to decide what to do. I met with a lot of people in the industry and a lot of mentors and got some really good advice. Um, but there is this expectation that all of it should just be free because I guess it is at the moment. It is at the moment. But, but yeah, it's, a, it's that constant argument that all forms of media are having. You're listening to Kindling Conversation. I am speaking with Carly Abrams, who um, has started and is the administrator for Mums the Word Oz. It has over 24,000 members. It's a closed group, as is Mummy Madness, which has over 41,000 members. And we've got Kat DeMarca, who's the founder of Mummy Madness and an administrator on the phone. And I just want to take a step back because we've just been talking about the phenomenal amount of work that you both put into these closed Facebook groups and also that struggle of how do you make it sustainable. I guess the key reason why you're trying to make it sustainable now, in my mind, is that you both started from a place that didn't envisage where you would be today. That is, you both started to support other mums at the beginning of their experience in, into motherhood, and then it grew exponentially. Kat, would that be true to say of Mummy Madness, that you just saw it as something small and then it grew? Yeah, absolutely. I still, I'm still very amazed at uh, uh, the members that keep coming in, but I just started it with my girlfriends, and I actually really just wanted to keep it with my girlfriends. I just loved the thought of getting advice off people I knew and who were uh, friends and I could rely and trust upon. But um, then their friends said, you know, can we invite my friends and my friends and my friends? And it just sort of grew that way. But um, which, in the end, we're all mums. We're all experiencing something, all all in it together. But every mum's uh, journey is different. So it's great to have a diverse role of answers as well. So... It's uh, opened up to a, a lot of friends of friends, and now yeah, forty more than 40, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you yeah, could, so. yeah, you could start a and small country. A, yeah, we could. It's actually uh, yeah, a lot bigger than the place I'm living in now. I've got more <laughs> more members than uh, population here, but the um, yeah, and we get about three hundred on average daily to join Mummy Madness as well. Wow, that's insane, Cully. Um, is, is your situation the same? Did you start kind of small and then it just sort of... Yeah, look, I, I started for a couple of reasons. I had a friend who was from overseas and had no family or friends in Australia and she should obviously married an Australian guy and she was pregnant and I had just had my son and I had plenty of friends to ask questions to and family um, and I thought, where does someone like that go uh, when they're pregnant if they've got questions? And then 
I also find the oversharing on Facebook a little bit confronting. And if I wanted to ask something, I didn't want every person I've ever known or worked with who are connected with on Facebook to see that. So I thought at the time I actually didn't know of any groups. This was um, December 2012 and groups were very new. And I just set it up, added a few girlfriends and... It just took off from there. <laughs> That's really how it just happened. I've never we... advertised it or anything. And we have over 3,000 waiting to join um, as well. But I, I do vet everyone that's in the group that they are an Australian mum or mum-to-be. Mm. So There's a, so much work in it. Uh, and some of it's obvious, like you mentioned, yeah. vetting and um, monitoring the comments. Kat mentioned earlier that she's been at a family event and someone's been like, right, you've got to get on right now. What are some of the unforeseen costs of running a site like this, Carly? Uh, your time and your social life and your family time. I mean, I, it's happened to me as well, as, as Kat mentioned. You, I'll be out in the middle of something somewhere and my phone will start pinging like crazy. I'll get messages on Facebook. Have you seen this? You need to do something about this. The I do have a couple of mums that also help. It falls back on me at the end of the day. So I have to make the final decision and I'm the one that will get the email of complaint or whatever it is. It comes back to me. So um, it's a constant. You're always checking it. It just is like you can't, always on. you can't run a group that people want to be in and just leave it, then they won't want to be in it. You have to be on top of it to moderate it to the way your community wants it to go. And Kat, um, you are now, as we mentioned, nursing your fourth child. Yes, yes, seven (laughs) weeks now. How on earth? (laughs) How on earth? Is it just because you just never sleep because you have four children that you think, okay, well, I'll I'll just multitask? Absolutely. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, definitely. I... um, uh, my bedtime is usually about 3am. Oh, my <laughs> Lord. Listen, uh, so I'm just used to it. Well, you have developed a website for Mummy Madness. Is this your way to help support the work that you do on the Facebook group? Is this your way to try and make it sustainable? Yeah, definitely. Um, so we've been running Mummy Madness uh, for almost seven years. And... It was many years ago that friends and family were saying, wow, you know, you've got 5,000, you've got 10,000, um, get some money out of it. And I didn't want to, I didn't want it to make it a business. I just wanted it to be a support group and, and do exactly just that, to support people and um, help people through the questions of motherhood. And at, I saw, probably like Carly, I started to get, you know, uh, messages and you know, more, more and more work. So more members, more work. So I um, I thought, yeah, I can do a website because I ended up having people um, in the group that had businesses and want to work from home. And I thought, well, I want to help them as well. It's just part of helping. So um, lots of mums have, um, you know, making headbands and all of those at-home businesses. So the first thing I did uh, to, to gain some income was do the uh, – we created a Mummy Madness market. So I had um, over 44 stalls and – we did a market and I, we actually, there was a donation of $100 uh, to a, a lady that actually passed away in the group and I matched the $100 so I gave $100 as well. It was $200 to go to this family and um, there wasn't much much else made after that with uh, paying for insurance and hauls and, and all of that but again, I'm, I don't really want to monetize it anyway but, um, but the website is fantastic because there are businesses making money 
from advertising. So if I know that they're making money, it's worthwhile for them and I'm happy to, to charge a fee for that. I mean, the, I guess the thing long term is that you want to make these Facebook groups sustainable. And um, unless you have someone with lots of money supporting you, a partner supporting you, you do have to make money from it, don't you think, Kat? I mean, I know that you want to support the women in your group, but surely, you know, your time is worth something. Yeah, definitely. I, I, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, um, I, I clapped and I smiled when I when I uh, found out Carly was charging and I thought that's you know good on her and I've, I'm in her group so I've seen the support that she's gotten um, people on the outside don't understand uh, um, the support obviously that she is getting and like she said the media likes to tell uh, a story that's going to catch the eye but um I would love to as well, even if I asked a dollar from you know that's forty forty almost forty two thousand dollars there but um I'm happy making um putting more effort in and and making money through the website from advertising um and yeah, just keep on plugging the uh the the website and running the uh Facebook group as it is Carly, you mentioned that closed Facebook groups. Let's say they have a few quirks that yes. other Facebook groups, Facebook sites might not have. A few people were saying, why don't you advertise? Why don't you get a business to sponsor this closed right. group? Tell us what's the problem the with issue, that. Okay, so basically Facebook groups, because they're closed, they don't operate the same way Facebook pages do and Instagram, for example, does. And so brands are very hesitant to work with Facebook groups because they're closed. They can't see what goes on and they can't see the posts. Because we limit the group members to just mums, um, even if temporarily I added a brand marketing manager so she could see what's going on, it's very hard for them still to get reporting. They don't get the back-end analytics that other social media platforms um, give the brand. So I've spoken to branding agencies uh, and influencer agencies, and they don't want to work with Facebook groups. I have got businesses that do regularly promote in the group, um, and we charge a small fee for that, but it's not... It's few and far between, and it's not something you could live off. Um, yeah, it doesn't sound like it. I mean, look, finally, I mean, there's so much we could talk about. We haven't even touched on the positives these groups give the women that are part of it, that we can we can go into that another time. Carly, what's the upshot for you for asking for this fee? How's the site going now? The, the group? Uh, look, at the moment, we haven't made the fee mandatory. So not much has changed in the group. It's business as usual in terms of mums are getting the support and the answers to the questions that they need. For me, it's something I'm still working out how I'll move forward with it, um, whether we do make it mandatory and have a smaller group or um, what the upside is if I do grow my group to 50,000, How does that, help, does that help the members? Does it help me? I'm still working all that out. Um, at the moment, I'm heading towards a smaller group where the people that have messaged me, they value what they've gotten out of the group and $10 to them has been absolute no-brainer for everything that they've got back from it. So... Carly. <laughs> Sorry, keep it small. Said, yeah, keep yeah, it small, exactly. Carly. <laughs> exactly. So, look, yeah, it's, it's, that's where I'm at at the moment. We're still working out which way we go. Um, but as I said, you know, the support has, has been really good and, and it does ruffle a few feathers. Um, like anything. But what a way to start 2018, Yeah, but there hey? you go. <laughs> yeah, just shuffle it all up. Well, thank you both for joining us. And Kat, has, has, is, she, is he still nursing? She's still nursing. 
She's asleep. Oh, she's asleep. <laughs> well Bless her. Well, okay, yeah. just don't tell your sister-in-law that she's asleep. And no, you... I'll stay in the car for a little bit longer. Yeah, you I'll, ha- I'm have gonna a nana nap. No, I'm going to jump on mummy madness and monitor it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, my goodness, it never ends. Kat, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. And Carly, thank you for coming Pleasure. in. Pleasure. Thanks, everyone. That's Carly Abrams from Mum's A Word Oz and Kat DeMarco from Mummy Madness. Get your child off screens and into their imagination as we explore how bubbles are made. What's in a sneeze? Achoo! And what's with the weather today? Professor Know-It-All knows. Hello, beanies. Hello. The The Beanies. A podcast just for kids. Subscribe now on iTunes or listen anytime on the Kindling app.